So you watching the uh, Winter Olympics? No. Yeah, Does I that don't make me a bad patriot. I don't. I don't think so. I don't watch it either. Um, like, I I never watch the Olympics. Not even the summer. Summer definitely. Me I neither. don't. And but winter definitely not. Like, who really watches Winter Olympics? No, honestly, I'm not a big sports watcher to begin not. with. But if I am watching sports, I'm watching the Super Bowl or the World Series or baseball. Like I'll follow the Mets or, or what have you. But you know, I'm not one of these guys who just loves watching sports. So the Olympics, around, I don't even watch college sports. You know what I mean? Like if I'm watching, it's it's pro stuff. Yeah, no, I've I've never been a a sports uh, sports watcher. Like I'd prefer to play the game than sit back and. Yeah, watch we were it. talking about that on the show. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a, a participant. I'm not a spectator. Yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> you know, and like growing up, my mother would put the Olympics on like all week. When the Olympics happened, like that was on TV all day long. And, you know, that's, you know, she was into all of that stuff. And it feels like the Olympics are always happening, right? Because you got the summer, then the winter, and it's every few years. And yeah. So it doesn't feel like a big deal to me, you know? It's like it's, it's always there. The time goes by so quickly. It's oh yeah, Olympics again. Oh, yeah, wasn't wasn't just the Olympics like yesterday? You know. Yeah. Well, you know, of course, right now the Olympics are going on in Pyeongchang and South Korea. And right, and that caused some political controversy. Well, the thing is, with happened, Mike Pence. Oh, with, oh, he wouldn't stand or something. I think I read when the North and the South Korean teams came in unified. All the leaders stood, and, and he remained seated. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and then you can kind of put that in the context of the American discussion with uh, kneeling for the national anthem. Some people were kind of making that comparison, and how Pence and uh, you know the people on that side were uh, so against taking the knee and re- basically remaining seated for the national anthem. But uh, but Pence would not stand to show respect to the international team. Yeah, and I think I think to me that's that's probably a little bit more egregious seeing seeing that he is the vice president of the United States it sends a bigger it sends a message that you know of disrespect uh, but on the other hand right it was North Korea so I, I can it was North Korea that was the argument for why he wasn't standing I suppose uh, yeah. however it wasn't just North Korea it was the North and South Korean team right uh, so it was also South Korea and right. also you had all the other world leaders that he was with. You know, they were all standing up and he was the only one taking his seat. So it right. did look uh, kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really bad. It looks, um, it, it kind of on one hand looks a little petty, a childish. To some I would agree with that. But, um, well, there's a... But, but, you know, but, 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 but then again, if you're going to say that uh, it's okay to take a knee during the national anthem... Is it the same thing? I mean, maybe it's not exactly the same, but you know, can you make the comparison where basically you have a right to do that as a form of political protest, or you know, it's, it's your it's your free speech right, it's it's your right to uh, call attention to an issue or boycott or you know or, or what have you? Sure, I think I think you know people have the right to boycott against things. I think they're 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 definitely a little bit different um, because we're talking about one act that's done within the country that is that falls underneath the constitution um and then another act that's done as a representative of the country in front of the international community so i think there is a difference there sure um, there's a difference and also the fact that you've got the vice president doing right. this versus a private right. citizen and i've made that point as well like if you're an elected official i think you should say the pledge and stand you know for the flag because you you, you stood up quite literally and said i'm running to represent uh, my country and so you know th- there is a difference there yes yeah, so, so yeah it's it's a little bit of a difference um i don't i know people were kind of freaking out about it but um i don't, I don't know if there was anything any kind of fall fallout from it or whatnot well, as usual, it's just, uh, you know, the echo chamber, people on one side yelling, people on the other side yelling, right. uh, two different things regarding the same story, and I guess it just further drives a wedge between us. Yeah, um, but uh, on this subject, while we are still within that realm before we get into anything kind of serious, there was something humorous about the um, the Winter Olympics. Now, you know, they've got, it's a much shorter uh, selection of sports than the Summer Olympics. Uh, and so it kind of seemed like they might have been reaching. So 
curling is an Olympic sport. And I guess, yes. I guess curlers are considered athletes. Um, which, you know. And that's that age old debate, right? What's a sport? What's a game? What's just a silly activity? <laughs> right. And curling, uh, you know, speaking as, an, as someone who don't, doesn't watch curling, um, but I've seen, you know, of course, videos of people doing it. Um, it doesn't look like it's any a sport. You don't need any kind of serious <laughs> athletic um, prowess. So what is the definition of sport then? Is billiards a sport? It's a game. I think billiards is a game. It's a game. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a game. Okay. And I and I I'm a I'm a billiard player. I like to play billiards. You know, I've on two occasions I have literally spent 24 hours straight inside a pool hole. Wow. You know, I'm this was a long time Heavily ago. Heavily under the influence, I'm assuming. Of nothing. No, it wasn't under the influence <laughs> really? of anything. Yeah. Just your love of the game. Yeah, we uh me and uh my friend uh, we were really into pool, and so um, you know, okay. there was a hangout spot that um, was a big pool hall that a lot of people went to, and so we would go there and played pool, and yeah, we spent twenty four hours in a pool hall. Wow! Did you win money? No, were you, was, were you hustling? We were playing, <laughs> and that was that was it. Um, there was no okay. money. There were no tournaments. Just you know, pool was a you know part of a life. At the One time. time, a friend. This was this in Hawaii. Yeah, this was in Hawaii at a okay. place called Hawaiian Brian's. Um, nice. Yeah, nice. No, pool. one time a friend and I were in New Jersey at um, at Ocean City on the boardwalk, and we were playing pool. You know, we, we like playing pool as well. But there were these guys we saw who were there to try to hustle people, and I think if I recall, their game was they would like play amongst themselves, but they would play poorly intentionally so that you would see them and it didn't look like they were any good and then they would come over and challenge you to a game for Monday and then suddenly they would be great players right um so they were doing that but and and I saw them scouting us we were because we were there a few nights you know we would go there and, and, and when we were there and they were watching us play and at the time we were nice because we also used to play pool a lot so we were doing like these bank shots and you know, like all these like angles and you know off was like you know what I mean like uh, it's like all these like like trick shots basically right. and once they saw us hitting those, they like quickly backed away. Like, like you saw it in their face. Like, oh, we're not challenging them. Like, we'll stick to the suckers over here. You know, right, <laughs> kind right. Of a moment of, of of pool pride. Right. So, so you know, it, it does take a, a lot of skill to be really good at pool, but I would not say it's a sport. And so, curling is to okay. me, it's not a por- sport. But but that does so require more athletic ability, right? I mean, I don't watch curling either, but don't you have to be in shape to run up and down? Or do they skate? Do they run on the ice? I don't know what they do. But they is, just kind of like run on the around? ice. They're not skating. They, they just they have. Well, but like, they're running, right? One guy has a not really running. Like one guy has a broom. The other guy slides like a stone, and then they kind of like <laughs> they kind of brush the the ice in front of it to make the stone slide further. Right. And so right. well, it's kind of like hockey in, in a sense. No, no, not even close. Um, but here's moving, the thing: you're running, you're, you're holding a stick, your broom, or whatever it is. It's, doesn't that require physical activity and athleticism? Ah, uh, I think that's highly debatable. Um, but okay. this I mean, is, you would think that the, the better athletes at this would be better, right? You have the cardio to stay in shape, the strength to sweep the ice, or, or what have you, the finesse. Yeah, I mean, but I it, can see that that's a sport. I, I, I don't one know, maybe, but I don't think it's a sport, but. What's what's happening is right now the Russian curling team, um, or some Russian curling um, athletes um, have been found guilty of doping. So, wow, yeah, like this is not track and field, this is not weightlifting. You know, they've been using a performance enhancing drug for curling. Like I just don't get it. It's do you really need that it's kind Olympics, of a boost? Though. But it's curling. Yeah, look, it's curling, but if you're an Olympic curler, obviously it's meaningful to you. And look, if you can get to the Olympics in any way, that's that's significant, right? I mean, you're you're at the top of your field, if you will. It's a big deal. I mean, you know, to a lot of us, we don't understand the sport of the game that's being played, but they obviously do. They're in it. That's their life. That's what they devote themselves to for years on end. And to yeah. win a gold medal means something no matter what it's in does it even matter if you're a gold medalist i mean that's a, a lifetime achievement right to say the least that's you know but that's my, everything. my thing is like 
what could you possibly need that the dope for the you know like I can see when you're weightlifting you need it because I guess it builds muscle uh, faster right. so it helps you lift more weight when you're doing it in like track and field it makes you move faster like it just doesn't seem like a point at which curling but doesn't it require it. a lot of cardio and running back and forth and maybe no, strength to continue and, you know, sweep the ice forth. without losing arm strength I don't think it's running back and forth. It's just I I, I, I bet you it's more uh, physically strenuous than it looks. It, it it's possible. So I guess these guys they won the the bronze medal and they've had to uh, they've had to give it back. They've had okay. to give because they were found you know they found guilty and I guess it's kind of a it, an investigation's underway so they had to temporarily give it back and they're hoping that they're going to get it. Um, but okay. um, it's kind of it's. I just find it humorous because it's it's curling. Come on. Well, I mean, look, that, of course, opens the debate uh, up to not just what's a sport and what's a game, but also to what extent should doping uh, be punished in sports, right? Because people have the debate all the time about whether baseball players who were known to be on steroids should be in the Hall of Fame or, you know, I don't think they should. I don't think they should. Um if it's if it's you know something that's um, that everyone has agreed that you know we can't use this and someone's using it, then no, they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think they should be. Okay, I think that's a valid point. I think I would agree with that. It's just dicey. I mean, especially when you start talking about should their home runs be taken away. It's like they still did hit the home run. Yeah, but should they you were... retroactively take the home run away. And, and, yeah. and how do you know like when the guy was doping when he wasn't? Does he lose all his home runs? Like how can you pinpoint that? Yeah, he loses it all. I think. I think he loses it all. I think they, the, they still happen. I mean, so you can go back and change the results of the game because if he didn't hit the home run, that means that the points weren't scored. Uh, so does, does his team lose now? You can start like, changing championship records around, and you know what I mean. Like, how far do you take it? Um. Yeah. That. I mean, it's a good question. How far you take it? I. I'd say take it all the way. Lose the lose the points. How do lose the points? Wow. Lose Imagine the points. Imagine your job, like. Like, yo, I just got a new job out of college. My job is to rewrite baseball history. I got to go through the whole record books and, like, subtract runs from these players who were known to be doping. That's crazy. I think it, I think it only should rewrite go— rewrite who, who won which World Series now? Like, wow. Yeah, I think it I, I think it depends, though. There has to be a limit. Like, you can't— Doesn't that invalidate the entire season, though? I mean, because— Yeah, you can't Those do, teams wouldn't even that. be in the World Series. You can't say, like, the, oh, yeah, the Chicago White Sox won— uh, the the uh, team that they were playing against maybe shouldn't have been there, or the team that they beat shouldn't have been there, or you know, it's a domino effect. Like, it right. validates everything. Yeah, there has to be there has to be a limit how far how far you go with it. But um, I don't think what I'm saying it's I don't like think the stuff really happened. It's, it's, I don't think the responsibility I, to to mm-hmm. validate or invalidate it should be on on the organization or the other players. I think the responsibility to not do it should be on the the player who correct. Yeah, you know, correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think we should be looking forward or looking at the present and say, hey, yeah. let's cut down on this. Let's stop it. Let's yeah. prevent it. But to look backwards and say, well, that didn't happen. Like, you, you can't rewrite history. The stuff did yeah. happen. We pissed off that that was a part of our history. Okay, let's do something about it in the future. But those yeah, home runs yeah. really were hit. They were counted. The guys ran the bases. They scored. Those teams won the games. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. <laughs> right. Well, that's something that can't be that can't be changed that really um, retroactively, but you can you can take away any awards that they received or any consideration into the Hall of Fame for those achievements that they can re- that they receive, and that's something that would fall um, on the shoulders of the individual who committed it instead of you know messing with the whole season or the whole team or everyone else. Now there are some people who say, well, this is kind of silly. I, I feel silly even repeating this argument, but I've seen it, so I'll, I'll put it out there that. Heath Ledger, for example, uh, when he played the Joker, was on drugs, and obviously mm. he ended up dying. But mm. people will say, you know, actors like him gave great performances when they were quote unquote doping. Mm. Uh, how is it any different? The result is is basically a better, uh, you know, viewing experience. I guess uh, you know it was more entertaining for us. Whether it's the baseball player hitting more home runs or the actor with the crazy performance that we all loved. Uh, you know, the drugs were their choice, but it resulted in uh, a favorable outcome for us and we were entertained by it. So should anything matter beyond that? Um, I think there should be. Um, I, I think 
the situations are, are a little different. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it should still matter. I mean, even though um, I think it said that um, Robin Williams, who's, you know, arguably one of the top comedians of all time, um, throughout the whole time when he was filming Mork and Mindy and stuff, like he was, you know, on coke that whole time. Um, right. Well, should actors lose any uh, recognition, any awards that they got if it's found that they were on drugs and let's say you would call them, you know, you you call that performance enhancing in some way. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause this so is different because it's not a sporting competition. I think, yeah, I think it's different. I think, you know, in, in this situation where it's, uh, in a competition or a sport, you know, people are using the dope to, to get an edge out over other people, um, in competition. Whereas, Although it can, of course, be argued that, you know, getting an acting job or staying ahead of the pack in the entertainment field is also kind of a competition because you're trying to beat out other actors. I think it's a little bit different. So. Right. No, I think it is. Yeah. So it's kind of. Especially when you start talking about Olympic athletes, right? Yeah. Like this is the cream of the crop. This is, you know. Right. And it's supposed to be prestigious. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, supposed to bring about unity is, you know, although people do strive for the, the gold and it's important for the countries to bring it back. I think I don't think that was the that's like the core idea of the Olympics. It's more supposed to be like a, a you know, a unity, a unified competition amongst all the nations type of thing. Right. Good sportsmanship is supposed to yeah. be a key element. Yeah, that type of thing. So I don't know. But I thought that was funny um, with the curling thing. So, you know, they're doing, uh, I think we're doing pretty good this year in the, in the Olympics. Are we? Yeah. I, I saw some more, some more news as far as the Olympics goes. It was, uh, the, the guy from Japan won the gold medal in, uh, figure skating, I believe. This is like his second mm-hmm. gold medal. Uh, everyone's kind of on that. Um, there was a, a commercial in Japan that, Wow. Uh, there was a commercial in Japan um, to try to stress the importance of bras for for women. This is a very wow the way the way they put this commercial out is very Japan. Um, <laughs> and so basically, they were showing how much how much boob boobs weigh in animal terms. And now why? So to to uh, I, I guess to stress the they were stressing the importance of it. So I guess to, to show that you need the bras for support. Um, is this a problem in Japan where women are not wearing bras for some reason? Um, not that I'm aware of. Okay. But I thought it was uh, it was funny. Um, actually, a friend of mine, a female friend of mine, sent the video, and um, I thought it was funny. And it was also made me think a little bit because I, you know, you just never think about that. So, you know, for example, um, a cups. Like, what would you imagine? Two a you know a cups weigh in terms of animals. Well, you're talking about the not the bra but the breast. The breasts themselves. What would they weigh? Two a cups. Uh, you with uh, more than guinea pigs, right? I don't know. Oh, these Rabbits? are less. They were they were less? now these are like uh, cockatiels. Cockatiels. That's a bird. Yeah, little small birds. And okay. so what they did was they had like. They had these bras strapped on to men, and they were they were like um, containers where the cups should be, and they had each animal inside there. And so yeah, it was uh for for the A cups they had like two cockatiels, and then for the B cups it was um it was uh guinea pigs, I think it was uh they oh, had the guinea, guinea pigs. pigs with the bees. Okay. Yeah. Um, now this is not just size. You're talking about actual mass or weight here. Talking weight, yeah. We're talking okay. weight, not mass or anything. Uh, C cups were hedgehogs, hmm. and then D cups. Of course, everyone's like, you know, that's like the the the, the breast size that everyone's like, ooh, she's got D's. Um, but yeah, a D cup breast weighs about as much as a bunny rabbit. Now that reminds me, there was a rapper. Who was it? 
a rapper with bunny rabbit breasts? No, no, no. He was saying, put some, oh, Soldier Boy. Well, I think it was Soldier Boy. He made a, a parody or a remake of put some D's on it, but he was talking about his report card and he was getting all F's and he was telling the teacher, put some D's on it. Like he actually wanted the D. Oh, hey, if he wants the D, that's his thing. I'm not judging. But I thought it was kind of amusing because like, it's a little sobering too. Like a bunny rabbit's a little heavy. Can you imagine having two of them hanging off your chest all the time? Yeah, but a bunny rabbit doesn't sound. I mean, you know, if you think of think of it from a scientific view, yes. But when you think of a bunny rabbit, you think of something kind of like small and cute and cuddly. So you don't really think of it like, oh, that's such a big, uh, you know, weight that's gonna hold me down. I don't think of it that way. Maybe if I was actually, you know, had, had to carry them on my chest, I would feel differently. But just the idea of the bunny rabbit, you know, I don't, the first thing I, th- I don't think of is, is weight. Heavy. Yeah, but I yeah I I didn't expect it to be. That you know, I guess of course they'd be heavy, but I wouldn't. You know, I don't know. It's just kind of so surprising. That's kind of the idea. Maybe, is it to show men maybe, like people who who don't have breasts, that this is how heavy they are? Um, but also to show women and people that that you you need them because you know you have to you have all this weight you have to support. Right. Know? Like how else would you carry around two bunny rabbits? Uh, yeah, and then you know, think about it. They showed, I think they went up to E cups was the highest that they went up to. And, you know, it was one E cup breast weighs as much as a chicken. Wow. Like, That's can you impressive. Am- it, it yeah. just, again, it just puzzles me though as to why you need that commercial. I mean, if you're walking around carrying that weight, you know how heavy it is. Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, are they, they, they're trying I, to I sell know. bras on the idea that you don't know how heavy your own breasts are. I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know why they did it. And who knows why a lot of the Japanese commercials do the things that they do. But I, I thought it was kind of funny. It's a little humorous. Yeah. So. Could you what? imagine a version for guys? <laughs> what, uh, testicle weight? So Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I guess they, they couldn't well, like, go di- with weight, though. Because, like, I don't think the weight varies that much. They'd have to go with, like, no, the way they I'm, hang. I'm, I'm, well, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about, like... Like zucchinis versus pickles or cucumbers or that kind of thing. Oh, you're talking about like uh, uh, instead of testicles, you're talking about like uh, length. Yeah. 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 But the weight, I think the weight would change that. I guess the, the yeah, women don't understand how sometimes it can get in the way and it can be uncomfortable. Right. Well, that's like yeah. the boxers and briefs. I guess it would be like, a, like a, 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 an underwear commercial, right? Like for boxers or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think we've spoke on that. We're getting a little bit too uh, close to home <laughs> with that. <laughs> so, um, you know, big news is, um, you know, in media, fake news is is supposedly everywhere. Um, there's Russian bots. There's um, hackers trying to control the flow of media on social media and on the internet. Um, there's a new there's a new simulation, kind of a game. It's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure game. Um, it's called Bad News, and um, basically, Bad news. basically, what it does is it a game where your goal is to gain as many followers and keep up your credibility by sharing fake news. You want to be, um, according hmm. to the website, is you want to take on the role of a fake newsmonger. And um, so the way that they do is they show you how these fake news stories are put together, the the way behind it, how they're spread, and you use those tactics to become, you know, a, a top fake newsmonger. And their idea is that if people understand how these stories prey on people's fears, emotions, and biases, then they'd be more easily recognized. Um, when they pop up in people's timelines and news feeds. Right. No, that's interesting. When you first started talking about it, I was thinking that would be a good game for me, not from the fake news perspective, but just in terms of getting more followers and being a better social media marketer because that kind of passed me by like after MySpace. You know what I mean? Like, like Facebook, Twitter. Like Maybe I never bothered to put the effort into it but you know i never like built up that skill set 
how to become a, a social media mogul. I was killing it in the MySpace days with all those friends and followers. But yeah, know, I remember after the that, MySpace. It was like, yeah, it's like, you know, how do you do that on these newer platforms? Right. Um, but and the way this shows, is it's more it's like, you know, I guess people could take away some kind of pointers in that. But the point here is um, you have to be uh, less pretentious. You have to drop your ethics. You have to be a little bit more unscrupulous. You have to, you know, spread now, fake stories. Right. So there could be a good intent there, but could that unintentionally create a bad consequence? I mean, could it actually be teaching people how to, to do it? How, you're right. How to have no morals and to, how to think, uh, I guess, purely for lack of a better word, uh, in, in, in capitalistic terms. Um, yeah, I, I guess there's always that danger of it. But I guess the idea that, like I said, their idea is people recognize to, to get people to recognize when these tactics are being used against them and for them to, um, you know, ignore the fake news or be able to spot it better. I just don't know if we're capable of that kind of nuance right now. This is another conversation we had last week, and it kind of keeps popping up on this show. It's just, I don't know, we're just so polarized that everything is taken at face value. There's like a knee-jerk reaction to everything. and you know, I don't know if we're, as a society, if we're capable of this kind of intelligent, deep thought right now. It's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. We're teaching people to share fake news and to... to uh, I don't know, like you said, be unscrupulous. I mean, I think that that's a message that might stick with people and not the message that's really trying to uh, be taught. Yeah, no, I I, I, can't, I understand where you're, where you're coming from. Um, and I think they, they try to... Um, they try to answer that because um, I, I went through the game a couple of times um, and... There's a point where they ask you, like, okay, where do you want to go with this? You know, you choose you choose a topic that's that's hot or whatever. And so, um, I chose a topic and I went with this position. And it says, oh, well, this is a uh, okay, that's a very uh, right wing uh, position to take. But it wouldn't matter if you chose a left wing position because the same tactics would apply. So, mm. I guess they're trying to show that it doesn't matter which side that you're you're on. Like these people that are spreading these type of news can stir up your um, your fears and your emotions, no matter is what it, it the is. The same people, though. I mean, do you have left wing groups and right wing groups, or are they stirring the same people, just putting out things on both sides just to cause chaos, like the Joker? Um, it could be. Yeah, I mean, it could be people on the same side, you know. But I I, I think they're trying to, especially now, people need to. To get more, get better at recognizing fake news, and and the problem yes. is that people yes. just people just see a, t- a headline that they agree with, and they just go ahead and share it, or they go ahead and read it, and it just that's something that really... validates what they already wow. want to believe. Oh yeah, what... no, absolutely, that's that's what it's intended to do. But that's a really good thought. There should be more of an effort to educate people on how to recognize fake news. And it's actually it's pretty easy to recognize fake news and i've and i right but it needs to be taught i've talked about it before with people um you know look you got you go with and i guess it, i guess you know for people who are not very internet savvy which unfortunately seems is is a lot of people more so than you would think um but you go with you go with reputable sites you know just because you don't mm-hmm. agree with washington post or cnn doesn't mean that they aren't reputable news agencies like we know the new york times los angeles times chicago tribune like these are reputable news agencies right and they have a reputation that's online and they know that if they report something that's blatantly false they'll be sued and you know they'll they'll be prosecuted even like it's you know it's a serious thing for them Um, right they've been around the lines and and know when they're editorializing and so forth right uh like you said it's it's a reputable source and when they you know when they state a fact it's not going to be fake it's not intentionally misleading because they know they'll be in trouble if they do that but right uh well first of all what's the name of this game so in case anyone wants to check it out on by themselves you have the name 
Yeah. Um, you can go to getbadnews.com. Um, okay. I think there's a, if you type in fake news game.org, it will also go to that website. And this game was created by some European journalists, some um, uh, media be- experts and academics and researchers from Cambridge University. So um, right. it's not a very... Uh, it's not a very like uh, pretty game. It's more it's it's like a choose your own adventure style um, right. game. So this reminds me of the recent tweets that people were spreading that were still supposed to be from uh, Maxine Waters. Have you seen those? No, I haven't. So she's a representative from California, Democrat, right? And. There's a tweet, uh, it's, you know, it's it's like a, an image uh, screenshot of a tweet, or it, it purports to be, uh, from her. Right. And it says something like, um, so it's about, about gun control, and it's something like, like basically, like, like, nobody should have guns. I don't know why anybody should have a gun um, if an attacker happens to get through my... Uh, my armed security detail, and they won't because I hire the best. Uh, then, what, then I don't need a gun, something like that. And it was like it's trying to say like she's such a hypocrite because she's saying nobody should have a gun, but yet she hires uh, armed security guards. And all right. these people are sharing this tweet saying, I don't, "You know, can you believe the hypocrisy?" And it's, it's so obviously fake, just on its face. I mean, nobody would be that stupid to say and put in parentheses, "I hired the best, the very best hitmen," but nobody nobody needs a gun. Like you know what I mean? Like it's obviously a fake tweet, but right. people are sharing it like it's real because it, it you know it aligns with their agenda, or they're just so easily tricked, I guess. And then some people are sharing it, saying, "Aha, I know it's fake," but she probably does think this way. You know what I mean? Like as a joke. Right. But come on, like this is irresponsible. Right. And. There's another thing that people need to, you know, again, if you if you see articles, there's another thing, I, I guess we might just give some tips out now. But um, so, of course, look for established news agencies, you know, Reuters, AP, um, of course, the the um, the the network news sources, NBC, ABC, CBS, um, New York Times, those type of thing, BBC, NPR, you know, these things. Um, but also look at multiple sources if an article comes in right. from from one news agency you know throw that into google first and see if other people are reporting it you know double check your sources before you share it I, before i share something i always look um if it's something that sounds really outrageous i always look to see if someone else is reporting it if it's only coming from one source or if it's a source i don't recognize then I go and Google it and I look for a source that I do recognize that I know is an established agency and then I'll share that link instead of the non-link. Um, now the waters are further muddied when even the president is calling reputable sources fake news. I mean, he routinely calls CNN and NBC fake news. And right. So and that's dangerous. People are, are confu- yeah, because people are confused. Now, you know, if we say you have to check from a reputable source, but they'll say a source that is reputable is not. And then it's like, right. well, then they don't know who to believe. They, 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 then they start right. saying things, well, well, Alex Jones and InfoWars, you know, that's that's the only source you could trust. It's like, come on. And, right. um, and those are other it's, garbage. It's, it's just insane. Even Snopes, right, like, which I think is pretty reputable for, it's usually pretty on point for debunking myths or, or what have you. But right. a lot of people will say, well, that's fake news. It's owned by a Soros and it's just propaganda, you know? Right. Um, and I think people should go back to what was news before all of this happened? Like, you know, Washington Times, uh, not Washington Times, uh, Washington Post, New York Times, those things have been around for generations. Um, these type of things. BBC is the state news agency in, in, uh, in England. You know, these are reputable sources. We've always known these to be reputable, reputable sources. Just because you disagree with what they're reporting, um, you don't like to hear what they're reporting does not mean that they aren't. Now, then you've got some... What about Fox News? What about the New York Post? Um, yeah, we, we're talking about... We're talking about agencies that have an obvious bias. Um, an obvious bias. And there was a an infographic put out by uh, a patent attorney called Vanessa Otero. Um, and she put it out, I think it was um, maybe a year or two or something and uh a year or two ago or something and she put out this chart of 
bunch of news agencies and she labeled them and she put mainstream with minimal partisan bias and and then she branched out from there she showed some that skewed liberal some that skewed conservative but are still reputable then some that were hyper-partisan liberal hyper-partisan conservative and then on the far reaches were literal liberal utter garbage and conservative utter garbage and so she did a pretty good job on labeling these so you know the ones that we mentioned earlier like new york times and all those they were in the mainstream minimal partisan bias these are things that you could trust and then branching out with some like um, Slate, The Atlantic, or The Hill, she labeled these. And then the Huffington Post was hyper-partisan bias, skews liberal. Well, um, and then Fox News was hyper-partisan bias conservative. And, right. You know, and so she it's, she labeled these to show, you know. Not, yeah, no, I appreciate that effort. It just seems like you're kind of mixing what's an opinion with what's fact i mean does fact have a hyperpartisan bias is she looking at uh you know the the comments on what's being reported like how how i guess how it's being reported what information is being reported i guess that has something to do with it it's just you know when we're talking about what's a fact and, and what's not uh, the truth is the truth right we can yeah. kind of inject our own biases or views into it but well you she have to did be able to boil it down to what's true and what's not right well she did um, give a reasoning on how she on how she created um, the chart, and it's a very long and detailed post about you know how she placed these news agencies, what she what criteria she used to um, validate you know what is you know um, right. valid or or not, and you know so there if for people who are interested in reading that there are there there is um a post about it that she you know well look a big part of this is the stories that they're choosing to cover so let's say that we're dealing with reputable sources who aren't uh putting out fake news right these are true stories let's 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 say that the sources in question have all true stories but one of them reports stories of a certain flavor and one of another flavor. Like if you're only looking at one of those sources, um, you're going to have a, a certain view of the world. You're going to think sure. the world is, is, is a different uh, way than if you looked at the other source. Sure. So they, they might both be true. Maybe that's where like the, the, you know, the partisan slant comes in. The facts might be true, but they're picking and choosing which facts they're giving to and what stories they're giving to. That's important. I mean, like, right. if you look at Fox News, they might have stories about, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, some some minority public figure made a comment about white people, and right. and, as, and then you know, if, and if you look at stories like that all day, like you you think that that's that everybody hates white people, and then you have a, a war on white people, war on Christmas, war on Christianity. That's where you get these ideas yeah. from because right. they're cho- they're choosing which stories they're putting out there. Whereas if you right. look at you know a, a left wing, um, you know, maybe you get more stories about uh, minorities being oppressed, and then you think you know that's all that's happening in the world. So right. so so may- maybe it is all true or, or a lot of it is true but again it's it's you know what sources you're looking at and what agenda they have what they're giving you sure and so um i would say for people who who are interested they should take a look at at the chart that she um created um and spread out your news sources don't get it from just one source um you know check multiple sources um because yeah the way they choose news what stories they choose there's a little bit of a bias as well, even if they are factual or not. Um, but yeah, do that. So that's another way to kind of uh, guard yourself from being uh, misled by fake news. And I think this is a you know mm. kind of more that that point, like to not fall to fake news. Um, same with like no, I, 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 I like this. I like this. It made me think about ways you know efforts to educate people on, on how to filter out fake news. Yeah, and I, I made a mistake earlier when I was um, reading, saying uh, the New York Times and Washington Post, and I said the Washington Times. Now, right. this is another this is another way that um, f- these fake news sites and fake blogs do uh, try to get credibility and try to uh, lure people in. Is they will use a name that yeah, is very real. similar to, yeah, sounds real or very similar to something that is reputable. So there is a site out there called the Washington Times that. I just completely ignore and but their yeah. their articles come up a lot in in the news feed and then there are you know there are accounts on Twitter that 
um, say the real Donald Trump and instead of Trump, it's T-R-U-M-P, it's T-R-U-N-P. Right. And so they have the same they have the right. same avatar as him. Everything looks legit. Used to be back if, in a day when um, you would you know they had AOL and people would send fake emails from like AO capital I dot com. Right. 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 It would be a, a hacker or a spammer or whatever. Yeah. And so if you're not paying attention closely, then you can be you can be suckered into um, spreading some kind of propaganda or some kind of falsehood. Um, you know, it could be, you know, NPR at, you know, on Twitter, but the N has a tilde over the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't you, you didn't catch it. And yeah, now you think. Yeah. Now you now you think that you're spreading something. So, yeah, people just have to be they just have to be a little bit more selective of of what they choose and have to be a little bit more. um, Yeah. A a little bit less eager to confirm their existing biases. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Some people do it intentionally or maybe they don't want to look into it because they'll just say, oh, yeah, I know this is fake, but it's, you know, might as well be real. Or there are people who do think like this or it's, it's, you know, it's sad that this is even out there. Let's show it to people like they just want to put that out there and find any way to do it. Uh, Yeah, I think people need to cut back on that because there are people who do believe in this. And, uh, you know, it's just a crazy time. We, we, We know how crazy this world is. Like, let's take a step back and try to figure out ways to make it a little less crazy. Let's not contribute to the insanity. Right. And I, I completely I completely agree with that. It's that, you know, people are confirming more biases, just like, you know, this um, this weekend um, when uh, Black Panther debuted, you know, you know big, pro- big shout out to that because it's breaking a lot of records, made a ton yeah. of money. Um, but on on social media, on Twitter in particular, there were uh, trolls that were posting up pictures of um, what they said were was themselves or their their family member that were, you know, beaten, black eyes, bloodied or whatever, and said that they were in line to watch Black Panther and that some black people beat them up and said that this movie's not for whiteies. Um, and people, you know, the people in the know on on social media quickly threw those images into Google image search and found, you know, those images were fake. Um, one in one case that was an image from 2009 another another case it was the image from the white house scandal with where one of the one of the staff members had beat his wife and it was the picture of the wife with the black eye uh, but right. if you look into the feed there were people who were like oh i'm so sorry this happened to your family of and course. this that like and not you know, everybody is going to start Google searching these images. I mean, some people are going right. to take things at face value. Some people just are not as cynical maybe as they should be. And they see something and they believe right. it, you know. And, and, yeah. and you can't always fault the, the victim, if you will, like right, the person who believes or it. They, or they want to believe it. And this, right. is, this is just helping to confirm what they already feel. And it's like, okay, look, this is just more evidence. Oh, yeah, these, these people or right. this, this guy. But again, you know, maybe they want to believe it because they've been – bombarded with so much information like this you know what i mean that now they're they're conditioned to believe it's real yeah i mean if you look on the internet there's there is something to validate any belief that you could possibly have right i mean we are seeing something that even the people 400 years ago didn't believe like we're seeing actual supposed smart people trying to say the earth is flat right and you can go on the internet and there are tons of videos and articles that are supposedly proving that the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. So any bias you have can be confirmed. Right. Any what, way I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, let's say you're from, I don't know, some small town in, in the middle of the country and all of your friends and family, like everybody you know in your network has a certain viewpoint. Uh, let's say they're all right. conservative and they're constantly sharing right. these stories. Some of them fake, some of them not, but they're, they're very slanted either way. Um, right. You know, even if you didn't go into it with the bias, that's just you're just conditioned that way. And then you, that's, you know, that's, right. that's like the world, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah. they might not have chosen to have that, but that's just all they've seen. And I guess it goes back to yeah. just you know, the way we're raised and stuff like that, too. But, uh, you know, so, sometimes it's just you just find them. People find themselves in these echo chambers, even if it's not they don't intentionally put themselves there. I didn't choose the biased life. The biased life chose <laughs> me. You know what I mean? It's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, people just have to be a little bit more discerning when they're um, taking right. in their news um, and and spread it around. Like you know, you have to look elsewhere. 
uh, you have to look at multiple sources. Look before you share. Like I call people out all the time on on Facebook when they post something that's uh, not true, even if it's like there was a, you know, I'm not a I'm not a Trump fan, but every now and then someone will again post up the the meme or the the graphic of Trump supposedly speaking on um, a talk show back in the 80s saying that he would run for president oh, yeah. Yeah. on the I've conservative, seen, on the right. Republican, Republican ticket. Republican because they're all dumb or something like that. They can be duped or, yeah, I, I saw that. Right. And I've, I've, I've had to correct people many times saying like, look, that's not true. That's not fake. He never said it. Right. You know, right. Um, right. or they show the picture of Trump standing with um, his his parents in the KKK uniforms. Right. And it's like, no, this is a photoshopped image. Now, see, you know, people will share these things even knowing sometimes that they're not true. But, you know, because they yeah. want to further uh, spread that narrative. But what happens is. Right. Your, your own side loses credibility when you do that. Then it just it makes it exactly. easier for the other side to say, you know, look at these guys. They're all lunatics. They're nut jobs over there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you need to re- retain some credibility and and be accurate with what you're saying. There's, believe yeah. me, there's plenty of ammunition to go around. Like, you don't have to reach for ammo. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, there's enough out there. There's more than enough. So, so. what about that Chris Rock story we, we had talked about? That I guess it was part of his Netflix special that's kind of causing a stir, I guess because of the timing, uh, you know, in particular, uh, coming after the school shooting, which I, I'm, I know that the, the special was filmed uh, well prior to that, but, it's, you know, it's just all com- kind of coming out at once. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, you, you actually put me on to that. I haven't seen his, uh, his Netflix special. Oh, you haven't seen that special uh, yet? Okay. Yeah, it just came out, no, I think, on Valentine's Day it dropped. Oh yeah, I haven't seen but it, it yet. But it was filmed last I, year. Okay, yeah, it was filmed last year, and he, and I I looked it up after you mentioned it, and he says um, he's talking about equality. He's like he wants to live in a world where an equal, where it's completely equal, the equality is fair across the board. And he continues and says, I want to live in a world where an equal amount of white kids are shot every month. Right. I want no, obviously to see, I want to see after, white mothers TV crying. At, right. Now, at the same time as, as the Parkland shooting, obviously, this uh, was an unfortunate uh, issue of timing. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I know people are um, freaking out about it. They're posting it up now. Um, but, of course, what he's saying is that, you know, because we have a disproportionate amount of shootings of of black children in the United States. That's just a simple fact. And so he's saying, you know, since nothing's being done about it, um, he's saying, like, I want to be in an equal, you know, a world where it's equal. So if there's that many black kids being shot, there should be that many white kids being shot at the same time. And so that's the right. point. I think people need to listen to the whole, the whole bit instead of, you know, as with anything, picking and choosing a small soundbite and saying, oh, well, look what he's just said there. Right. And you know, we've talked about this, I think, as recently as last week on the show also with, you know, with comedians not being able to uh, say certain jokes because they're, they're seen as politically incorrect or they're taken out of context or, or what have you. Now, granted, right. again, because of the timing of this, it's, it's kind of you know unfortunate. But right. I do well, think that there's a point. I mean, look, like it's, it's obviously it's not politically correct humor. So it is supposed to make people feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to maybe right. pr- provoke a little bit of outrage. Or, you know, it's provocative. It's it's definitely provocative, which means to provoke. Right. Right. Uh, but there right. is a, a point. There is a social commentary point. Like the point of it is not I legitimately want to see white people shot like that's not. But people are sharing it and commenting as if that's what he's saying. And they're missing, I think, exactly. the, the real message. Right. Now, yeah, exactly. That's it's. It's not the message uh, that he's trying to get across, and um, yeah, they are. Again, it's they're feeding into, um, they're stirring up a controversy to confirm their bias or to just to spread more fear or division or whatnot. And it now, is you a know, and, commentary. And, and given what we talked about earlier in this show about how, you know, how uptight people are and how you know we're, we're so uh so divided and and so at odds and you know and, and uneasy right now uh you know maybe there is an argument to be made that it's it's not a good time just in our society to make jokes like that i don't know i you know i really don't know um you know given the fact that people will take it at face value and and maybe intentionally take it out of context maybe not but they'll just look at the words and they'll say you shouldn't be talking about that yeah 
Uh, well, I think um, Dave Chappelle kind of addressed that in in a recent interview after his uh, last. I don't know if it was after the two specials last year or these last yeah. two specials, but he was saying that, um, and I don't remember word for word, but basically it was that um, can he, comedians right now actually need to be doing more of this. Um, you know, they, they need to be pushing an envelope. They need to be speaking out so that um, the next generations don't um, have to be in, in, a, in a world where you know, it's not possible to speak out anymore. Right. No, I I see that. I certainly do see that. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like, like, like you know, again, it's an issue of where do you draw the line if there is one. Um, and I hate to have the conversation about how politically correct comedy should be because I, you know, I, I, I guess I, when I grew up, it never was. Like, you didn't expect your comedians to be politically correct. You didn't expect your rappers to be politically correct. Like, it just wasn't that. Uh, and it, and we morphed into, into something else. And, like, we get to the point, like, where it's it's increasingly difficult to have any conversation because you're afraid of saying the wrong thing or offending somebody or provoking in a way that, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you, you could be called names for saying, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's such a difficult world to navigate right now. Like, how do you do it? How do you get your points in without without being attacked personally and without just being, you know, torn apart. And, you know, you feel like whatever you say is the message is, is going to be lost on people. And it's just going to turn into a fight. You know what I mean? It's, it's tough. Right. Right. And, and, you know, to that point, I saw, um, I saw an article recently that, um, that came out and it was, um, Oprah apparently when, um, Apparently, um, last year, before the, not last year, I guess the year before, before the election, Oprah had got together and he went to, she went to this, um, this city in, in Michigan. I think it was Grand Rapids, Michigan. And um, she got some conservatives and she had some, some liberals together. And um, they sat down and they talked about, you know, Trump and they talked about the views and they talked about the polarization and all this and that. And, you know, that was the show. And that's kind of, you know, where it left it at. Um, and then so this year she was doing some show and she had heard word like they never intended to go back, but they heard word that that group actually formed formed a bond. And after that show, these were people who didn't know each other at first and are on all different sides of the issues. They formed a group together, a Facebook group and um, an actual real life group where they've spent time with each other. And in the in the Facebook group, they discuss these issues and even have arguments among each other but their point is that they listen to each other they do talk about these things even though they they won't agree on everything um and so she did go back and she sat down with this group and you know now these these strangers that came together because of that show they, they're all friends now um and they still two you know, of them have are married and they got their first kid on the way <laughs> what i said two of them are married they got their first kid on the way I just I, made I it. That's fake that. news. That's fake news. But that's, that's fake like news. That's like the feel good ending of the story. Right. But I think I think it's, you know, that's kind of the thing. Like people need to talk. Um like you said, people are kind of afraid to speak up, but people have to be able to talk. Like and Right. I and think, that contributes to the echo chamber too, because imagine if you're in an area or you're just in a network where everyone is constantly sharing and, and shouting and saying the same things, you know, along the same views. And you have a different view, even if it's maybe a nuanced, you know, difference, but it's, right. you, but, you, but you're just afraid, like you're just afraid to say anything because you're going to be attacked and you're going to be called names. And, and that's, I think, I think Trump has a lot to do with that also, like the way he conducts oh, himself yeah. during the campaign. It's like, you know, you, you it's like you, you call your political rivals, uh, schoolhouse uh, insults, but that's what's happening right. everywhere now. It's like, you can't, say anything that that's disagreeable to a certain to, you know to, to a, any any group of people because you feel like you're going to get it for, and you'll get it from your own side too like you know what i mean like you yeah. just you have to just toe the line always it's how this is this is pure insanity it really is right i mean he's a he's a marketing guy i mean he's a business guy he he sells products there's no there's no you don't want any room for nuance in your product pitch you know um because that might lose the sale for you right but, you know that doesn't apply to to actual real life discourse. Real like world there, problems. Are, there is there is nuance that has to be dealt with. And I mean the I gun example. More, I mean, you know the, the the gun problem is a perfect example. 
It can't be. Right. Let's uh, eradicate every single gun from the planet, or let's give every single person, you know, teacher, child, baby, a gun. Like <laughs> there has to be right. a nuanced discussion. It's a matter of life and death. You have to have a nuanced, intelligent discussion here. It can't be an, right. an extreme. Like this, this, you know what I mean? Like this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, and and I think even more than having the nuanced discussion, um, is people have to be willing to, um, willing to realize that they might be wrong. Which I think is an even bigger uh, hurdle for people to climb, because no one wants to be wrong. No one wants to be seen as wrong. No one wants to feel like they're wrong, or no one wants to feel like they um, have caused harm to someone else because they're they're wrong or or, or somebody un- uninformed. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to feel like they're uninformed. Everyone ha- wants to feel like they they know, but. Right. You know, so it's hard to say, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, maybe I've been wrong my whole life or maybe I've been wrong on this issue. You know, and right. I think that's that's a bigger problem, but it's something that people need to realize. They have to listen instead of just wait to speak. Right. So. Well, look, yeah, this it's, is it's, what we need to focus on doing. I think, you know, we need to move the ball in that direction. Um, yeah. You know, more discourse more intelligent conversation, less name calling, less jumping to conclusions, less, you know, uh, trigger happy debate uh, because it, it is a matter of life and death in, in some cases. You know, it's, it's, it is a serious thing. And it's our, our society, our future, our, our children, our grandchildren, like, you know, we, we really need to get our act together here. Right. And, and more action. There needs to definitely be uh, more action, you know. And everyone needs to you know again people you know we're talking about uh people the way they need to discern from real news and fake news um but also in that same spectrum the media there there are a lot of things the media needs to stop doing to you know especially now that credibility of of news is being called into effect by the white house um there are things that the media needs to to do you know the media needs to stop injecting uh opinion instead of being factual they have to they need to pull back on their bias and their opinions you know less use less adjectives and adverbs in mm. your reporting and more detailed information right you know what i mean although i'm always so they, i mean I, I it's you know I, I don't know because you're right like when we were younger at least i'll speak for myself like when i was a kid watching the news the news was very objective you know what I mean? Like we would watch the news. As it should and be. It was just the news. It, it wasn't like a, a, a liberal news show or a conservative news show. I didn't even know what the hell that was. Like it didn't, that wasn't a thing. It was just the news. Right. Um, right. And, but now you have like, you know, even like we said, even the New York Times, all you know, the newspapers have their own political slants. Um, right. So, you know, we certainly have moved away from the news as an objective, neutral thing. And now, but, but okay. So, so it's a new world. And I, I, Get that, but at the same time, like I'm able to discern the difference between fact and opinion. So, if like if I'm reading a story in the New York Post, I know they're probably going to have a conservative slant, but I'm still right. able to pick out the things that are factual in there from their opinion on them. You know, and I don't know if we should be saying that uh, news outlets should not be allowed to editorialize at all. Maybe it's just a matter of people having to know the difference between fact and fiction or, or fact and opinion. Well, I think, I think, in those bygone days, you know, editorializing was saved for the editorial feature. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so I think we need to, you know, rein in, rein in some of that. Like people are these these adjectives that are thrown before something, you know. Oh, so and so got slammed by this that right, like right. You know, we don't need these extra adjectives and these extra adverbs to describe something. Yeah. Um, Liberal argument destroyed by Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, like if you're doing news, then you know that's not that shouldn't be in there. But like, you know what's funny though? Facts. No, I, I I get that, but I think some of it is also just like now that I'm a little bit older, I can perceive things differently. So I watched even because you know even today they have just like the regular nightly news, which isn't supposed to be planted and they, they do make an attempt to be uh, unbiased but right you'll still sense biases even if it's not spoken sometimes it's just like 
uh, body language and like when they report on I don't know like, let's say it's like I, I, I know this this anchor is conservative just from like like the the tone of their voice or like the look on their face when they talk about a Democrat you know what I mean it's like and that's like right. a very subliminal thing but I'm like oh look at the disgust on that you know what I mean like I, I know that this is a conservative I know this person is liberal just not even like on the words they're saying but like how they're saying them and how they're reporting the right. news you know what I mean and, and maybe that happened when I was younger too I just didn't notice but I have a, a feeling right. that maybe it's 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 more pronounced now because of, of the times that we live in. Um, but right. again, it goes back to people being people. So you, you're never going to have a robot. You know what I mean? It's always going to be someone with an inherent bias. So so it, right. So to that end, it's up to the viewer or the listener, you know, the, the consumer, if you will, to uh, to, to be the filter and, and, and not expect people to give an unbiased uh, reporting of anything. Well, I think, I, I think if you... I still go with the idea that if you're reading a blog, then yeah, you can expect that. But if you're if you're listening to the news, then it should be more factual and less and less biased, less ed- editorialized. Um, they should just be, you know, disseminating facts and figures mm-hmm. and, and. But but then again, it's like such. what what is the news like? So if you're watching. MSNBC, if you're watching Fox News, like Fox News, it has the right. word news in its title, but you're also watching uh, shows that have uh, anchors who aren't intending to just give you the news. They're intending to insert their own commentary into it. And it's, it's overtly And they political. shouldn't. So they, sh- you they don't shouldn't. think they should. So you don't think there should be shows like no. that? Um, what about like well, on CNN? Don't... Even they do that same, they'll have, they'll have like panelists and you say, okay, these panelists, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it might be a Democratic operative on the panel. Obviously they're biased, but... So, so it's not neutral news reporting, but it's still, I think, valuable information and valuable well, perspectives think, to be getting. I, I, I think it should have it has its place, but I don't think it should replace the news. Like, um, now we have they, those are news programs, but it's also and a, so that's but the way saying, they right, get around. But they're news stations. Like that's the difference, right? It's a twenty-four yeah. hour news station. So it's not like you're watching Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Now the news comes on. No, it's just it's news all day. But it's I right. guess as, as a way for it not to be so dry. It's not like this happened and this, oh now this happened. It's you have people right. commenting on the stories all day long, and when they start right. commenting on it, now it's it's become you know political. So it's, but, it's, yeah, it's, now it's, it's different. It's a twenty-four hour news cycle right it's a discussion like like this is a discussion so it's different it's right, not like but, it was where it's just like the news is a half an hour a day and then you move, move on to other things it's not just this happened today that happened today back to your regularly scheduled programming the programming is the news well i think but i think it needs to people need to know the difference they need to know that you know this is not the actual you know this is going to be a, a panel of biased discussion this is going to be a panel of debate um but when you go to report the news there should be a, a level of earnestness there that says, you know, we're just we're just going to report news here. This is not mm. the position. This is not the place for um, our opinions or our extra commentary. Yeah, but that's, that's how, for the that's yeah. for the other show. But that's but that's how it's set up. Like you watch Anderson Cooper, yeah. for example. It's like or any you know, CNN sure. or whatever. It's like you know, breaking news. Yeah. Such and such just happened. Let's go back to the panel. What are your thoughts on this? Let's get a legal analyst in here. Let's get a Republican strategist. Let's get a Democratic strategist. What are your thoughts on this? It, right. it immediately becomes yeah. a political discussion, no matter what it is. Right. And those are news. Those are news programs. Those aren't yeah, not the news report. Like your news reports are like your you know your local your local evening news. Like you said, after Jeopardy or something like that. Those <laughs> are your news reports. Right. So, so maybe more people should be watching those. I think yeah, I, I think more people should be watching their local news to get their news. There's nothing wrong with watching, you know, the 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 discourse, but you have to understand what it is. You have to know what it is. You know. See, what happens is I think people want their content when they want it. So, like, let's say you're a yeah. conservative, you come home from work, you turn on Fox News because you want to see what's going on right now. You don't want to wait, maybe, or maybe you missed your local news broadcast. You know what I mean? Like you, right. you, you like the convenience of it being right. on 24 hours a day. So you just turn on sure. that, that station. That's your go-to news station. But it's obviously right. corrupted, if you will, with, uh, you know, with all these political biases. Right. And I think the, to, to have all of that on-demand choice, that on-demand so, you know, serving of whatever you want, you also have to... Um, your your responsibility with great power to, comes to, great responsibility right your responsibility on how you deal with it has to increase as well so you have to know what this is that you're that you're consuming 
Um, and yeah, everyone wants it on demand, but you have to understand that, you know, they're filling a 24 hour news cycle and they're, you know, discussions are fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're doing a discussion right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, people have to be, you know, they'd have to take a little bit more responsibility for what they take in and what they what give they, out, what they share. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> now so. having it on demand is wonderful. Just like the, the best, best podcast, podcast ever. ever. You can go to iTunes, subscribe, and it is on demand anytime you want to listen to it. That's right. Right away. That's what it is. <clears throat> you, you know what? We didn't even introduce ourselves this time. No, I lost my voice before I could even introduce myself. Yeah. Well, we it's had, we'll just have to do it in the yeah. outro. There you go. So, again, hit go to the discussion iTunes. discussion is that subscribe. important. It's that urgent. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even have Subscribe intro music. I think we need some intro music. Or maybe we don't. Maybe that's like the beauty of the show. It's just you turn it on and you, you write in the discussion, you know? Right in it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You get you get interesting things in here, like the weight of breasts as uh That's a new measured, one. Measured in animal weight. Yeah. So But this has been the best podcast ever. That's right. It has been I'm Mike Scala for the record, and that's not fake news. And you can share it. Right. That. And I'm Jalon Carter, and we will be here next time.